So by all accounts, Kanye supposedly still has hope that he's going to work his way back with Kim Kardashian, right? But as we've heard from McCall's 411, and maybe there'll be an update again this morning, A-Chain McCall at VFX, Kim Kardashian clearly with Pete Davidson. Yeah, and she likes Pete Davidson from what I can see. Maybe maybe Chris Jenner has something to do with that, but I'm not really sure. For now. Yes. Because one of the one of the best memes I saw over the weekend during Thanksgiving weekend was if you're still in line for Pete Davidson, stay in line. Yes. Because if there's one thing we know, Pete Davidson post Ariana Grande, it's that his relationships have not lasted long whatsoever. Correct. They have been quick and fast. Yep. So the question is, will we get Kim Ye again? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like I should say no, but I feel like if I say no, that's a lie. Yeah. See, when you said I don't know, I, my, my brain was like, I think that's the right answer because yeah. if you're asking me, do I think Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson will make it? The answer is no. Uh-uh. I don't think they will. No. But, but but I also have this like weird underlying hope almost. That Kim, that Kim and Pete will make it? Yes. It's weird. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because of Ariana Grande. I don't know if that's why. I know obviously Kim Kim and Ariana Grande, two completely different people. Yes. But um I have this like underlying hope. I I don't. But unfortunately, for, I feel for, Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say for Pete's happiness, yeah, I'm on yes. board. I think that's why a lot of people are like, ah, oh, this guy, and then you're like you go, Pete. Well, yeah, but I, I, I have this, I have this thought that just keeps coming to my brain that these poor jaded men—is that better? Is that what I, sh- how I should refer to them in five years? Travis Barker, Pete Davidson, Machine Gun Kelly—all three of them—they're all going to be heartbroken. I keep, I, you know, I I did not give uh, MGK and Megan Fox very long, but I give them a much better chance than I, I give Travis Parker. Dude, I do too. I do too. But, I feel the exact oh, same way. Right. It's so weird. You know who I want in a room together, and this this is an <laughs> argument for Kim. All six of them. This, no, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. But this is an argument for for Kim and Pete to make it a little bit longer because he'll he'll work his way back around. He always does. Uh-huh. Scott Disick and Pete Davidson, dude, <laughs> want them in a room together. Oh man, could you imagine, dude? I've the never roast? watched. I've never watched a second of it. But could you imagine the Kardashian show if both of those two were dating Kardashians and well, they were in the show, dude? I think if it were if it were on. Unedited by Chris oh, Jenner. Okay, then that's yes. we gotta clarify because because like Definitely. there's so much. Sign me up. You know there's so much that go that would go on between the two of them because it would be like you know they would get their own spinoff. Dude, they would. <laughs> they would. It would be Scott and Pete. Like yeah, that's Scott, what it would be. It would, would be hilarious. That. I would 100 watch that. I think that's that. great. That's a great choice. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. So the answer is: Will Kim and get back together? Inconclusive. Eh. Will Kim and Pete make it? Seems highly unlikely. That's where we're at. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Apparently, sometimes free isn't good enough. No. It's not an advertisement for what McCall's giving away, but she is trying to get rid of something, and it's worth noting that she she asked. I did. And free still might not be good enough. It wasn't. Sometimes even free isn't good enough, and this is just... (laughs) 
To be honest, I feel like a funny story. AJ McCall and VFX. Also fresh off the fact that we were talking, I think, going into Thanksgiving break about what the etiquette on Marketplace is. McCall found herself in a situation where she was trying to get rid of something on Marketplace. Yes. So yesterday it came up during the after show, and McCall asked Producer Butters, well, do you want this because it's free? Right. I was like, look, bud, if you want this, perfect timing. You can have it for the price of free. Still free. And he said, huh, maybe, maybe. And then I was like, well, it doesn't, it's a treadmill. It doesn't incline. And he's like, what? It doesn't incline. That's it. It's going to take $50 for me to take it off your hands. You got to pay me. I'm like, no, I'm not paying you. Just, just to, just to elaborate. I don't think, I don't know that producer butters necessarily thought, thought of himself being in the market for a treadmill no, before that conversation, didn't, but it's free. So, but he was like, Oh, oh treadmill. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm, I'm, I want an incline in my treadmill as well if I yes. had one. So, same. so I get it. But the fact that matters, McCall was really to give it to him for free. And he was like, eh, you, yeah, eh, you got to pay me. Eh. You know, honestly, I wouldn't put it past producer butters to uh, to uh, Dwight. Dwight, you from the office when Andy's getting rid of his Xterra. Uh-huh. Dwight makes himself for nothing and then resells it for profit. Dude. Yeah. I just didn't want to, like, this one, I just didn't want to deal with it. Like, it's such a pain dealing with people and being like, oh, yeah, we'll, well give you $50 for it. Oh, well, will you take, will you take, like, 11 yeah. No, so, I will not take $11. Take, like, 11 Yeah, so there's that. And then, of course, I've I've also heard the stories, right, where someone's like, oh, okay, is this good? And then and then they never show up. Yes. So, who knows? Maybe producer Butters will get a second shot at it. I think somebody's actually going to show up today. I Look, I'm crossing my fingers I'm... for you, and we'll find out tomorrow because, <laughs> look, I, I know what the etiquette is. We established the marketplace etiquette last yeah. week, but the problem is is that I don't necessarily expect McCall to lug a, a treadmill to a central location, you know, because no. it's a treadmill. No. And I said, I said, you got to come pick it up. That was... That was part of the uh, requirements for it because I don't want to lug a tread. What am I going to do? Put it in the back of my Subaru? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yes, 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 you are. Uh, Sorry, you're going to put, put a trailer hitch on your on the Sub and just drag. We just got a spot it for it. There you but go. There you go. <laughs> never, never have tapped into that. For those who don't remember, uh, one of the like number one rule for marketplace etiquette is to meet don't. in a public location <laughs> oh. to make sure you don't get murdered. Yes. So you know, I, really, in this situation, do we think McCall is going to murder said person? I feel doubtful on no. that one. Feel doubtful. I feel confident saying that. So yeah. we'll find out though. If yes. anything crazy happens, of course, we'll find out. But sometimes free just isn't good enough. No, I guess not. Um. Hate, hate regurgitating this because family is definitely going to implement it. But I stumbled into, in a genius way, that a family could stretch Thanksgiving into a two-day thing. And if you have trouble getting everyone together, it's ingenious. If a little bit of family goes a long way, probably not happy about it. (laughs) So get this. McCall and I's Thanksgivings were both ruined. AJ McCall at VFX because there was a poll like a month ago Majority of people, a significant majority, I believe, said if you didn't get Thanksgiving leftovers, Thanksgiving's ruined. It's the whole point of the holidays to show up at all as many families as you can. Maybe, maybe take Tupperware and sneak out the door with it. Yes. Automation's group debated eight on VFX. So I don't know what the reason was for yours, but I encountered something new this holiday season, and it's why I didn't get leftovers. Okay. So what the family did is, of course, make an abundance of food because there was like <laughs> 75 pies. This, huh, is, this is not an exaggeration. I, I'll, I'll be honest. We always have way more 
dessert than we do. Oh, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Like there Always. was one turkey and a crock pot of a bunch of stuff and everybody ate. But, but then there was like it's pie. 75 pies. Pie is the main course. So what they did is nobody took any leftovers because what they did is the next day they said to everybody come over. We're going to do Thanksgiving leftovers and do a family a family activity. They're big into pickleball personally. Okay. And I was like, whoa. I've never run into this. And yes, I find this mildly annoying because if it was with family I didn't want to spend time with, I'd be like, you dirty, dirty jerk. You dirty sons of a gun. I just wanted to take my stuffing and go home, but you're not going to let me do that. Nope. And that is why it is ingenious. It is ingenious to do that. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what the ratio is of people, but I think most people, a lot of people have Thursday off. I think a fair amount of people still get Friday off, have at least some time to spare. For the most part, yeah. So it's not like you can't be like, well, I'm, I'm swamped. I got a normal work day because that's not true. Some people do, though. Some, yes. Some, when yes. I, when I worked at the bank, it was a normal work day. Well, see, then you be like, look, I got to get some stuffing for the road because I can't make it here tomorrow. Correct. But I thought that's ingenious. Yeah. And it's, I, I honestly, I wanted to talk about it because it's so interesting, but I hate it because I know my family's going to implement it. Like, nobody gets any leftovers anymore. You got to come over tomorrow. We're going to do a leftover day. We're going to do board games, whatever, pickleball, hide in the snow, whatever we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to go play in the snow. We love it. Uh, you know, it, it, would it really surprise you if it, we had? No. Exactly. Of course not. Exactly. Of course not. My question is, does anybody else do this? Because I have never encountered it. Um, and thus is the rule of AJ. If I haven't, then I assume pretty much nobody else has. It doesn't actually exist. Yeah. Yeah. I have never encountered it. However, um, yeah, no, I just, I never have. Your family's going to do it. So now all of a no, sudden. No, they're not. Now all of a sudden. Don't you, you dare give them I'm telling idea. you, they're going to. Now all of a sudden, as opposed to visiting tertiary family that, you know, I'm not saying you necessarily dislike. You just, you know, you spend a little bit of time For with sure. them and you're good. Yeah. A little bit goes a long way. Yeah. And bolting out of there with as many leftovers as possible. Like, no, 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 we're doing a leftover day. Or, you know, your family's huge. What yours is actually going to do is they're all going to they're all gonna collectively get together the next day mm-hmm. and double down on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody's families do this. Because now that this is out there, McCall's maybe mine probably going to. Do they do, uh, let's call it Leftover Day. Leftover Day is a great name for it. So the next Friday, they get back together and say, hey, you can't take any leftovers home. Come over. We'll have leftovers again. And we'll do some kind of activity. I guess less formal Thanksgiving, to be honest. I'm flying home for Christmas. What? I talked to my dad yesterday for quite a while. He made no mention of hearing this. He probably doesn't want to do it. However, he did mention, he mentioned, asked about the Christmas plans that I had for Christmas Day specifically, and I heard the dejection in his voice because we're splitting Christmas Day up. Right. And I feel like this is going to happen. Yeah. Not that I could take leftovers anywhere, because I don't, I'm sure there's a way to fly leftovers home. Just sounds, it sounds messy. It sounds messy. Although, I was in an airplane once with somebody who wanted to take a bag of gravy, Okay, look, do I like gravy? Yes. Is there a gravy good enough to make me consider flying across the country? Maybe. Would I do it? Still then, probably no. They had, I think they had like mashed potatoes and gravy in a, in a Ziploc bag. I swear this happened. I, I'm not doubting it. I, but I'm, I'm trying enough. to remember. I'm trying but- to remember. <laughs> was it on, I think it was on Spirit. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and then Spirit was like, all right, all right. 10 bucks. Yeah, basically. (laughs) 
I think it's not considered liquid because it's mixed that with mashed is a potatoes. Great question. By I think the way. I think it's not. I think it's because it's mixed with the mashed Look, potatoes. It I'll, wasn't considered. I'll let you try some some of the mashed potatoes, Craig. Because like I'm taking this home, and you can see it's not a bomb. Some it's a spoonful. That's all you get. Yeah, I think I think I think that's what happened. <laughs> that is. Yep. All right. I, frankly, we could not do Florida Knot, and that was good enough for me right there. Was this a fever dream, or did this really happen? Yeah, you know, it could be both. I don't know. Despite the fact that I feel like I almost had my fill with those uh, potatoes and gravy on a plane thing, <laughs> why don't we give it another shot here, see if we can get someone qualified for this $50 gift card for Logan Lanes. Okay. Florida Knot on VFX with AJ and McCall. Three headlines, please. So we got headline number one, which involves some lady who got uh, arrested after walking into a home, undressing herself, and then hugging and sitting on multiple people. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I, dude, I guess. What? And we got story number two. Some guy pulled a gun at Little Caesars because his hot and ready pizza wasn't hot and ready. <laughs> Sir? Sir. It does come with a bit of a promise, let's be honest. Look, I'm not saying Producer Butters would definitely do this, but I've, I've shared my fair <laughs> amount of complaints with him about that specific pizza joint. And then we got story number three. A... Uh, <laughs> Somebody who was wanted as a drug dealer dumped handfuls of drugs out of a window while cops stood there and watched because he got pulled over. So They yep. won't see a thing. Nobody's going to know. Nothing up my sleeves. Cocaine out the window. So there you go. Three oh crazy stories. I think if someone walked into my house while I had family over, and I don't know what, I don't know what the, the specific day of the week was for this story. It was a story number one, right, for Florida Not Today. AJ McCall at VFX, but they started stripping naked. I'd be like, I would just be stunned into I, yeah. I'd be like, uh, being paralyzed. What? Yeah. What's going on? I mean, ultimately, the question would be like, would you would you expect to do anything? Would you be surprised whatsoever, uh, Cam? Never. Unless I lived in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's one of those days. It's Tuesday. It's uh, okay, Tuesday. let's hear the three. Stories. That's right. So we got story number one, which involves a 35-year-old lady who got arrested last week after walking into a home, undressing herself, and then hugging and sitting on multiple people. Uh, <laughs> she was friendly, at least. I mean, in Florida, not normally. She, I mean that, and then she just started swinging for the fences. I mean, I don't know. Now I'm gonna look because I'm curious. I, wow. They had to escort her to the front door. Yeah, I would I would um, say. More officers arrived. She was moved into a squad car. Then she kicked an officer in the chest. Oh, okay. Then it got violent. Got yeah. it. Uh, she was transported on a $48,000 bond. So That's a lot of money. Yeah, so there was something that happened. I don't know. Wow. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, lacking information I bet you in this find story. out real fast which of your family members think you're the disappointment in that situation because they turn and be like, okay. Seriously, AJ, did you do that? No, I, I, I do not do know who this lady is. I didn't do it. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy pulled a gun at Little Caesars on Friday because his hot and ready pizza wasn't hot and ready. Told him he'd have to wait 10 more minutes for one. So he went back to his car, grabbed, oh, he grabbed his gun. It was, yeah, he grabbed an AR. <laughs> so, and uh, Oh, wow. Then uh, wow. they were like, oh, here, have a pepperoni pizza to defuse the situation. <laughs> Sir? That's going to be one of the first times a pizza's diffused an arm stand-up. To, to be completely <laughs> honest, so the whole premise of Hot and Ready, for those who don't know, is that they, they have them ready and you just roll up, grab them, and roll out, right? 
So I will be honest, if you roll up and they don't have them ready, it is frustrating because usually, like, you know why you're going there. It's because it's quick. This is I'm, a lot. I would never do this, and neither would producer Butters. No. But sometimes... People get angry. Basically, um... <laughs> wow. Basically, they say... He's got, they were, there's aggravated kidnapping, I guess, because there, at one point somebody, he was like, I want my pizza. And one of the employees was like, all right, I'm out. And the guy stopped him and said, where do you think you're going? So then they were like, okay, <laughs> nowhere, not, I I'm guess. I'm not dying over a $6 pizza. That's basically, yeah, they were like. <laughs> not worth it. Well, I was debating on quitting and now this further confirms that I don't want to work here. So yeah, I'm good. Anyway, one report says he could face 15 to 60 years in prison. There's story two. Then we got story number three. A drug dealer panicked because the cop showed up at his door last week. So he started dumping all kinds of uh, hand. It says, quote, handfuls of pot out the second story window, which led directly next to the front door where the police were standing. So uh, it didn't do him any good because the cops were all standing there just watching as this was happening. And there were, you know, things raining out of the window. Plus, there were two dozen uh, plants, I guess. <laughs> I just he just panicked. Were they, were they illegal plants? They were pot plants. Oh, okay, I was just so, making sure because you were like plants. Like he was just like what, whatever, whatever. Get my hands out. It's going out the window. Out the window. So by the end, there was just a bunch of all of the the uh, evidence that they needed. Just literally right next to them. He he helped out big time. There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> so Cam, uh, I think it's one or three. Like don't me wrong, they all qualify. But number two, I got to be honest, sounds more like a, a Midwest thing than anything else. I know we've had the fast food standoffs before in Florida, but two or three, excuse me, is obviously super stupid because the cops literally watched them throughout the evidence like, ah, even though it's not here, we saw it. So it counts. And then number one, I wasn't sure because of the nudie. I was like, that's enough, I think, to consider it. But then there's the bond and the kicking the police officer afterwards and then getting through the total shock of a stranger walking in, stripping down and then sitting on your lap and be like, I don't know where you've been. Ew. So uh, story one or three, I think, is where we're at. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going with number one. Like number one. All right. So we want the Thanksgiving that wasn't quite the family affair, McCall. Might have been an affair of some court, some sort. <laughs> is it story number one? It is actually. Yeah. Congratulations. We've got you hooked up and qualified for this gift card to Logan Lane's. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. What, okay. Just was the pizza one in the Midwest? It was in uh, Knoxville, yes. Tennessee. What up? Yeah. All right. Midwest, really, guys? Congratulations to Cam. He wins Florida, not on VFX. So we've already been in a bit of a plain mindset as we found out that McCall may or may not have had a fever dream that involved someone getting gravy on the plane by mixing with mashed potatoes and saying, this isn't liquid. I get to have this. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, and I feel like this is another one of those things that was prevalent from our childhood. How many cartoons or shows did you watch as a kid and someone snuck onto the bottom of a plane and that was a viable option? Mm -hmm. It happened. Mm-hmm. Quicksand, spontaneously combusting, a couple of the things I thought as a kid I was going to deal with more as an adult. The Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. These were going to be issues that I would have to learn how to deal with because they were in the cartoons and shows that I watched all the time. Yes. Something else is if you just wanted to run from away from home, two things would work, McCall. A gunny sack. <laughs> Okay. I needed a I needed a, a, a plaid napkin. Oh, yeah, yes. Of course, you had to have your, what is it, bindle, right? Yeah, uh, I guess that's what it's called. To run away, right? No, same thing. Uh, but I was going to say, you put yourself in a box and mail yourself. Or, of course, it was very easy. It seemed like uh, apparently airport security was terrible. Uh -huh. You could just dive down the chute with the luggage and then stow away on the bottom part of the plane. It would be totally fine, right? Yeah. Now, 
It's not a good idea. You will no. probably die if you get to the box. Actually, both. Because it's if you cold, don't cut dude. air holes, yeah. you're not going to make it through the box either. No. Except, and you can consider this bonus for it or not, because the dude landed in Miami. There's a dude who snuck on the bottom of a plane flying from Guatemala to Miami International. And apparently he was in a daze, but he was able to talk to first responders wow. when they, they came to. Huh. They had an expert to explain everything, how dangerous it is, because low oxygen and all that. Mm-hmm. But I just written it off like, oh, okay, if I could die, like it's not worth it. Dude did it. It's an option. Not a great one. No. But it's an option. It's something that came up a lot in childhood. And now you're like, well, <laughs> this holiday season. I tell you what, because again, I'm flying over Christmas. I, mm-hmm. bought, I bought the ticket. My dad asked me yesterday, he goes, did you buy or did you change your mind? I was like, no, I bought it. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he asked me because like, Air travel not very cheap right now. No. And I was like, oh, I want to see my family, but like. Can I see them for the price of sneaking uh, in? Can I see them for the price of going to jail? I thought about it. I thought about sneaking on. You probably I mean, it's only that. like from Utah to Indiana is like three hours. Yeah, that's not bad. You put in a Harry Potter movie, you're there. Yeah. <laughs> but can you hook up to the airplane's Wi-Fi? If, that's a good question. If How far you're, does it stretch? Yeah, if you're like in the in the undercarriage or whatever. I'm going to say yes because the whole idea of planes is they're not like the material's not except on the outside, but inside not supposed to be very thick cuz you want to make it as light as possible. Right. So, I'm going to say You probably can. It's inconsistent, but you can. But the the real question is would they catch you and shut you off of it? Can they do that? Can I they, don't know. Can they say, like, no this idea. device is connected in this location? Is, is that a thing? I have no idea. I don't know. Like, if you told me right now, like, if someone called in and was like, yeah, I work for Comcast. Yeah, it's a thing. I would, I would believe I would it. Like, Even yeah, if you're totally, lying. I got like, it. All right, cool. Yeah, Makes we sense. all thought that. Yeah. Duh. Uh, obviously, we uh, all yeah. knew this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> While we're in the realm of bonus Florida not, McCall and I decided, um, after running into another story somewhat similar, to remind people that even as adults. Uh-huh. You can you can get stolen. Yeah. Like that can happen. Yeah. And the promise of puppies is not a good reason to put yourself in a situation where, you know, you can get stolen. I know. You can be stolen as an adult. Look, I I watched a Netflix series and I am no expert by the way on on serial killers to the extent that some Americans are, but promise of a puppy in a vehicle is a good way to get conked on the head and then wake up somewhere you don't want to be. AJ and McCall on VFX. I saw a post earlier today that said, I got I to gotta paraphrase because it has a lot of swears on it, but it said something along the lines of, uh, I was petting somebody's dog and they said, hey, do you want to see her puppy? It's just in my car. And me, as the idiot that I am, was like, yeah. And so I followed her all the way to her car to see the puppy, which was adorable. And I thought Ted Bundy would have loved me. Would have left me. On the list of things that kids get lured onto, like every That's time, it. right? On the van, there's candy, right? Candy's one. For sure. And then number two on the list is puppy. Right. And so, of course, I was like, <laughs> idiot. And then McCall. And then I <laughs> said, me. I said, dude, a couple years ago, five years ago, we were at Preston High School yep. and we got a message from somebody that was like, hey, my dog had puppies. Do you want to come see them? And yep. I can't remember what kind of a dog it was. It was like it was, a uh, St. Bernard, maybe. Yeah, it was, think, a, it was a big dog. Yeah, huge. And I love St. Bernard's. And I was like, 
yes, I want to come see your puppies. And so we went to their house and we went and saw their puppies. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, wow, this was a great experience for me. And we we drove home. And it wasn't until today, five years later, that I thought... I could have got murdered. We we like I I was good with going and seeing puppies. Not only did we go to their house, we walked into their garage. We did. We walked into their garage, and I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, that probably probably not smart. So if I'm I, worried about telling people where I live because I don't want to get stalked. Yep. And Same. I go into people's houses. Same. If I ever go on a game show and they say, "Have you ever put yourself in a situation where a serial killer would have been like, really?" I can't. I can't say no anymore. No. I can't honestly say no and be like, no, definitely not. Right. I'd be like, well, you know, this one time, this lady had puppies. <laughs> Dude, and I'm over like, here. <laughs> I'm over here trying to like. Uh, how could somebody be so dumb? Also, me. Like I, I'm floored. I can't believe. My bad. <laughs> you can get stolen as an adult too. Please don't get stolen as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, okay, literally and figuratively. Backtracking. Uh, the <laughs> joke at my expense is I'm going to burn the house down, right? Yes. Great joke. Uh, literally and figuratively got burned over the holiday weekend, which I'll tell you because I got into it during the after show. And because that someone listened yesterday, and you can find us on, on Twitch, just search AJ and McCall. But someone listens and say, okay, I'll, I'll tell you the story because it didn't happen. Someone almost ruined Thanksgiving. Oh. I just I just want you to ponder this question. If there was one thing you were going to break going into Thanksgiving, what would be the one thing that would just devastate the whole holiday? Just think of what your answer is. You'll okay. find out because this person tested it in a big way. All right, McCall, you can decide for the crowd. Would you like to hear the stranger story about how you definitely break the one thing you shouldn't break for Thanksgiving or how I got literally and figuratively burned? By my own significant other during the holiday season. Um, let's go with, let's go with the burn. AJ McCall at VFX. So, the, you know, the running joke and a classic one at that is that I'm going to burn the house down mm-hmm. because I don't treat fire with, really, it's not that I don't treat with respect. I just don't pay attention to fire. I'm like, whatever, Correct. fire, leave me alone. It's like, whatever. So It's here. I don't care. <laughs> Ashley and I ended up getting a leftover pie. Uh for for thanksgiving weird um because the thanksgiving we went to they had enough food for everybody to eat and then some leftovers and they had no shortage of 75 pies right by the way mccall did that walmart taste test the walmart apple pie mm, it's it's good yeah so i had this idea because we put it we, we it was a big pie so we got half of it so we put it in this pyrex uh, the pyrex thing we we just put the lid on we're like okay so I had this idea. I was like, well, let's put it in the oven because mm-hmm. what's better than warm apple pie with some ice cream that we bought? Mm-hmm. So uh, went off fine first night. We couldn't eat it all. So the second night we were going to have it. And Ashley's going out to turn on the oven and, and throw it in, heat it up before we as we ate our dinner. And I, I tell her she leaves the room. I said, hey, don't forget to take the lid off because I have melted one of the red Pyrex lids right. before. And I hear back from the kitchen, don't worry, I'm not you. Nah. Oh. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. It's I think not. it's hilarious. It's not. Though. Let's move on. Because it's I told so that funny. story yesterday. I told that story yesterday. Someone was like, all right, I'll tell you this story because post Thanksgiving, it's easy to talk about this. So apparently Wednesday night, uh, for whatever reason, our listener needed to move his, his stove slash oven. Okay. Needed to move it away from the wall. So he grabbed the wrong spot. He pulled the oven door and oh. off. Oh. Tried to fix it, couldn't finish, fix it, couldn't line up, it just wouldn't work. 
So, of course, wife freaking out. It's Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Luckily, I have a friend who used to be maintenance man at the apartment complex, came over and fixed it. Crisis averted, but this close, this close to ruining Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Because... Am I wrong? I mean, if you're going to break one thing on Thanksgiving, the oven slash stove is the absolute worst thing to break. It's a it's a pretty important piece of, you know, cooking. <laughs> I, I just don't think there's anything else that you would be like, you, you we, we can't we can't get around this. No, we're not going to crock pot all of Thanksgiving. No, we're, we're gonna, not. We're not going to microwave all of Thanksgiving. We're not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, now we head towards the family therapy part of uh, of the uh, the show because we have uh, two different uh, family issues that have come up, one involving last name, one involving Thanksgiving. We'll continue with Thanksgiving because, like, we both had one. Mm-hmm. You didn't host? No. I didn't host. That's – correct me if I'm wrong, Cole. That's a sweet spot. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, family drama because you don't host, then you're not going. And I don't get that whatsoever, but you know, tackle it nonetheless. You know, I, I can't help but to rem- uh, remember the fact that we did a Would You Rather Wednesday that I think is so appropriate for this family therapy discussion we're about to get into. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. So what had happened is my friend that's going to, that was supposed to go to like 5,000 Thanksgivings, apparently super tight with her sister, but sister only likes really going if she's in control. So basically hosting. Right. To which I was like... <laughs> Because we're friends. Probably not the right thing. I was like, idiot. idiot. AJ McCall VFX. But if you remember, I think we did a Would You Rather Wednesday. I want to say we did it Tuesday since we were going to be in Wednesday last week. And it was basically, would you rather host for a family of, I think we said about eight, and mm-hmm. be in charge of cooking everything, uh-huh. or not be responsible for any of the cooking, but you have to have conversation the entire time with the family that's going to ask all the stupid questions you don't want to answer. Right. And I believe if I remember correctly, both of us picked the conversations. Yes. Because I remember, yeah, because I remember I said, "Look, I'll deal with stupid conversation. I can't deal with crappy Thanksgiving food. Uh, so as long as the food is good, I'll I'll figure it out." I don't remember. Maybe I did pick. I think I did pick cooking actually because oh, I didn't I didn't no. want to be mean because I was going to oh, say a lot of really mean things. Okay. Well then. So basically, to, to boil down what my friend ran into, really tied with the sibling. The sibling only really likes to do the family get-together, specifically for the holidays if they're in control, i.e. hosting. So obviously, with five Thanksgivings to go to, there's a lot of different family to see. And apparently, sibling was like, nah, I'm good at one. And the, I think uh, the thing that uh, she said really bugged her about is like, like, you know, if you're not tight with family or whatever, that's one thing. But like... The gesture of just getting together, if you can suck it up in whatever capacity, and I don't know the dynamics of the relationship, I don't think they're that bad. Like, they they interact with each other, so, like, they talk, but apparently the dynamics are to the point where, like, "Eh, I'm just not even going to show up for the holidays, which goes a long way for parents. Yeah. You've got parents. I've got parents. A lot of people got parents. Yeah. And I can tell you, I feel very confidently across the board, you showing up for the holidays, they're kind of a fan of that. Yes. So the question is, how do you deal um you just you just do i mean if you're so uncomfortable that you don't want to be there then obviously you need to prioritize yourself in that case completely agree um but if these are i i like to look at it by the five by five rule 
We've talked about this oh, multiple times. Good one. You know, if it's not going to matter in five years, why are you waiting? Why are you spending five minutes on it? And if it's like, well, because they're not going to change. Well, no, they're not going to. Okay. Can you put up with it is the question. Is it something that's put up a bull? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag AJ McCall word. Um, yes. So, yeah. So to just reiterate, because it's very important, if it is something that doesn't is it detrimental to your mental health in terms of like a toxic relationship? Uh-huh. Go. Like, yes. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not the person who needs to have control, so I can't speak intelligently on it. Right. But also, I'm going to go back to jokingly, but sort of serious. Like, are you stupid? Just go. Yeah. Like, why do you have to be in control? You get your one, and then somebody else can have one. Like, yeah. honestly, it's, it's, it's the adult thing to do, but it's what the holidays are about. Yeah, exactly. I just, I was, I was like, she can't go unless she hosts. Is she an idiot? Like, why? Right. I would love to not host. I don't. It's great. Right. It's it, the best. That, that sounds, that sounds like, uh, mm, that sounds like years of therapy to try and figure out why it is that you need to always be in control. <laughs> Family therapy not over yet because we did get a message uh, coming into this week as well. A, a dispute about a last name. Mm. I don't know what your opinion is. You can decide for yourself on whether or not when you get married, you want the last name or not. But what happens if somebody else already has it? Oh. When you get married, it's about sharing a life together. So you share a few other things as well, like a last name and families and all that. Sure. AJ and McCall on VFX. The message we got was from uh, someone who said that, well, I was previously married. My ex has kept my last name. My fiance is so mad that my ex has not changed back to her maiden name. But there's nothing I could do. Right. How do I get my fiance to see that I'm not in the wrong? Help AJ and McCall. That's science magical. Mm. Bruce Butters had one yesterday. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> when you grow up, you realize there are a lot of things that are out of your control. Like this. Can't do anything. So if you just calmly tell your fiance to grow up, I'm sure it'll go over <laughs> great. Start with calm down first. Hey, I need you to calm down real fast. Listen okay? to me. Listen to me. <laughs> grow up and then leave it. It'll go well. So neither of us having been married. Correct. I guess you cannot take this all the way. However, um, both children of divorce. Yeah. I know my mom kept for a while. Mm hmm. And possibly still to this day, I don't, I don't honestly don't remember mm-hmm. uh, her last husband's last name. No idea what his opinion on it was, um, but like, I kind of want to go back to our former intern Reagan. Uh-huh. We asked a question. It was about, uh, I want to say it was one of the royal weddings. There was an it, ex there. Yeah, right? it was about bringing an ex to a wedding. Yeah, and Reagan, who was married at the time. Um, still is, but she was married then, said that not only did she not care, she was on board with it because it was basically flaunting, ha ha, I won. Correct. So I was like, okay, it's a little bit over the top, but at the end of the day, that logic applies, I think, here because, yeah, okay, so if you want the last name Smorgasbord or whatever, and there's already Smorgasbord out there, okay, but who's the one that's getting married with the guy, whatever? Right now. Yeah. Here's, here's, I have a couple of uh, thoughts on this because- my mom was married to my dad for, they were married for 20 years. And so my mom was like, my last name has been this longer than it was my maiden name. So I don't want to switch it. Also, 
It is the biggest pain. I forgot. I was going to make that point, too. Yes. To change your name. That. It is the biggest pain, okay? And then if you get checks that come in from that to your old last name, then it's like, sorry, I have to provide further clarification that I actually had this last name and this last name is my real last name now. And so then you got to sign it twice as different names and then they got to put a hold on it. It's a whole spiel of pain in the butt, Ari. I'm really grateful that I stopped myself because I there was a there was there was a lot of there was a lot of things that I was going to say and I did not. But it, there there is so much that goes into changing the name that it's like get over it. Also, Look, lady, just send them a message. If you're really that unhappy, send the ex a message and say, "Hey, I hate that your last name is this," and she's gonna respond with, "Hey, get over it." It happened. Uh, Also, correct me if I'm wrong, McCall, like 80% of the last names in the state of Utah is like five different last names. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you already share it with a bunch of other people who you may or may not be related to or marrying into. Come on. Um, Okay. So yesterday I was was struggling, right? I was was telling and asking McCall's like, what is your go-to gift to ask for? Because I'm going to cancel Christmas because (laughs) I'm the Grinch. Right. I figured it out. I decided I think I'm going to ask for something. However... I don't think it goes well when you're like, you're going to ask for this present and your family also may think you're crazy. That's where we're at, though. I figured it out for everybody. What we're going to ask for for Christmas is supplies for our end of the world apocalypse kit. Oh, nice. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. This close yesterday for me canceling my family's Christmas because... Why not? It's just, Look, do I love them most sure. of the time? Do I think they deserve gifts? Great. Are we all functioning adults who buy whatever we want if we really think we need it? Yes. yes. So I'm just, I've gotten to that point. I, I don't know if my parents ever got to that point like before they before we were, came along as kids. Maybe when we were kids, like, oh, this sucks. Uh-huh. They just asked for so much stuff. Whatever. Not a point. But yesterday, I got into, we got into the conversation extensively during the, the, the after show. Because during Thanksgiving break, I consumed a lot of zombie content. Didn't plan on it. Just happened to work out that way. So now, call it paranoia, call it being realistic, whatever you want. I'm convinced the world's going to end at some point. So I was asking, what would you do? Like, where do you find the, uh, uh, like, if you were to get, like, a storage crate to put, like, down in your basement that would, one, be able to store non-perishables, but two, also keep it, you know, kind of protected because it's, it's our basement kind of grody. Right. And McCall, luckily had hypothetically yes. kind of worked this out and not ever actually done it herself. Correct. Hypothetically, I sort of may have not necessarily actually purchased some containers <clears throat> that may or may not hold the uh, flour and sugar. Yeah, right. Hypothetically, and rice. Yeah. So Just in case. You get the, 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 uh, Ashley, my girlfriend's dad, suggested that we take advantage of, you know, the case lot sales here in Utah, and you buy sure. one of those basically boxes that you can put you can just store stuff in so that way we can put it downstairs we don't have any storage space and have it and i was like like a maybe what kind of a box just like like to store non-perishables to whatever to basically an end of the world kit whatever it is whatever the box is i can sort of see it in my head i was just i was on board i was like all right cool I'm are in. you talking like one that you put like camping gear in like are we talking like one of those kinds yeah, of you know boxes what? a bear box <laughs> just in case i'm gonna go full board i'm not thinking bear box i'm, I'm thinking, thinking like, bear box i'm thinking like one of those <laughs> tubs like that like t- like well no we, we grown-up tupperware we wanted to open and close wait 
Like those big boxes. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're called. They're like big storage. We're getting everywhere I see them. It's gray. It's gray. It has a lid. It's like this big. It has a (laughs) lid. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. That that would work too. Oh, so not one of those? I mean, that, oh. whichever. Oh, I'm, okay. not, I'm not going to be different, indifferent right now because, you know, beggars can't be choosers at the end of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck so, is that thing called? I don't know. Bin. A storage bin? I don't know. So, Locky bin? So Ashley's dad suggests that. I was like, okay. And then I asked McCall, producer Butters, yesterday in the after show. And McCall's like, well, hypothetically, I've never done this before. But if right. I was, this is how I would do it. I would. Maybe. I was like, okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe not suggest dog food containers. Bet. So I'm on. My question to start with. Is how many people have like an end of the world kit? Because oh, this man. has just started. So Ashley and I were talking about storing non-perishables. Obviously, um, we've I know we've talked <laughs> about it before. Like there's certain things you're supposed to have in your car in case you know you're like, oh hey a cliff, and then you you live and you're like, oh I gotta survive this one, figure it out right. <laughs> Blanket, flashlight, money, right. stuff like that, right? Right, right, right. So we don't have that. So like <laughs> this has started a whole thing, and so I'm just curious, do you have like an apocalypse storage? We're in Utah. The answer is majority. Major- well, we'll find out. We'll put here's, it up as a poll today. Here, here's the thing. That thing that we were trying to come up with the word for, by yeah. the way, producer Butters just texted us, tote. It's a tote. Tote. That's much less much less exciting than big tub with lid. Just for everybody else's entertainment value, producer Butters, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, just wait. Uh, do you have some kind of apocalypse storage, apocalypse kit, apocalypse system terms of food and emergency supplies because you know what else doesn't exist in our house flashlights we don't have just any. call it food storage but, yeah that's fine storage. i'm just saying but like this is start a whole thing for ashley we don't have flashlights in the house you should, yeah, you probably have i completely agree yeah. it's a whole luckily luckily just like you hey i got my I've, phone i've also that too luckily just like you i've also gotten electronic battery powered candles because you know why not right do not ever buy those for anyone <laughs> just don't do you have some form of an apocalypse storage kit etc that is the poll today going up on our instagram utah's vfx the reason i asked it to start with is because now this is going to become my mlm (laughs) i promise you well mlm like well you know to bother family and no no yeah mlm i was right uh this is gonna become my mlm because then i'm gonna go home for christmas and guess who's gonna hear about it yes my family Mm -hmm. i remember once as a kid seeing a life insurance commercial and turning to my dad and asking, do you have that? And him saying no. <laughs> and then me going, you probably should. Yeah. And then I, it comes to me in waves occasionally. And I just cringe thinking that wasn't nice. No. AJ and McCall for the automation group debated a like one. It's not nice Two, nobody wants to face their mortality. And three, I mean, maybe not the creepiest thing I possibly said, or definitely not the creepiest thing I've heard a kid say, but not also great for a kid to be like, you should probably get life insurance. Like, what if you die? <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. Which is exactly the same plea I'm making when I go home for Christmas, trying to start my apocalypse kit oh and my telling gosh. my family, you have a responsibility to do the exact same thing. Perfect. Look, I know what you're thinking. AJ, son, brother, whoever I'm talking to, what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> Tommy's going to take over the world. It's going to come to an end? Yes, I do. Oh. And I know you're thinking, oh, this is... I've heard these before. It's too good to be true. It's not going to happen. Like, look, no, you just, you have a responsibility to, you know, be prepared to take care of yourself, to build your own apocalypse kit. And now I feel like I'm definitely in the realm of MLM. But the thing is, is like, what good is it if I have one, if the people I care about don't also have one? I don't know. (laughs) 
Exactly! Exactly! Why am I the only one buying freeze-dried potatoes? <laughs> I don't know that freeze-dried potatoes are the best show. They're probably not. Like, I, I can you deal with instant... Like, like, you can get instant potatoes. You just need a heat source and water. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Fire. Yeah, exactly. Fire and water. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I bought a bunch of stuff, did like a little bit of stocking up uh, a couple of weeks ago. Smart. <clears throat> I needed to anyway, but... Now that as, you did that, now I can tell my family, everyone I know is doing how it. How dare you? So as I was stocking up, though... I was putting all of my things away and I got, I was like, I will not be left without like laundry detergent. I got laundry detergent and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tide stick might be the way to go on I that one. <laughs> I know. I did it for my dishwasher pods too. And I was like, huh? Well, <laughs> well modern up, luxuries. Up until the world ends, you're covered. Yeah. This is good. No. <laughs> It's great because it doesn't really expire, so but, <laughs> you can use them forever. You know, that actually, that line of thinking got me in a lot of trouble in college. Like, we'd go grocery shopping with me and the girlfriend I was living with at the time. And she'd be like, do we need, do we need shampoo? And I'd have no idea. Right. And I'd be like, well, it doesn't go bad. And she's like, whatever, let's grab it. So we'd have like 50, but I'd say it all the time. And I was like, that line of thinking got me, in like, I can come back. But we were there and I was like, well, whatever. If we, we buy it and we already had like five bottles, we're going to use it. It's not going to go anywhere. But if you're constantly in like, eh, it's not going to go bad. You buy three more bottles. True. You're never going to make it to the end of that rainbow. True. <sighs> the funny thing was finding out, McCall, uh, the, quite, it got quite the rabbit hole yesterday in the after talking about these apocalypse kits because like, honestly, I was thinking buying the tote is, uh, I said, not producer butters. And, like, I was thinking, like, peanut butter and stuff, you know, like canned stuff, soups and stuff that you need very basic things to make. A heat source, basically, and it's ready. Or peanut right. butter, you just stick your hand in and you're good. Right. <laughs> and then McCall went down the route and, like, there's freeze-dried stuff and there's actual kits you can buy. And there, there's an 85 cents for a guide that I think you could probably get off the internet. Probably. I'm sure you can. But, you know, be warned, family. I come home for Christmas. I'm, I'm doing the whole spiel. I might even make a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, I got to be honest. That's bold. Well, look... I, my parents live in Indiana. I don't know what the end of the world situation is going to be, but I think driving 1,500 miles from Utah to Indiana, probably not advisable in any of those cases. I also think it's bold that you assume that they would drive to you. Well, I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying I need to make sure oh. that they're prepared. Oh, right, right, right. Right. barring a tsunami taking out both coasts, I'm not making my way towards Indiana probably in any situation. Fair. That's just saying. It's reasonable. So this is this is my thing now. Uh, yesterday it clicked, and now this is my belief system. Nice. And everyone around me has to suffer because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, AJ. You're welcome. Uh, look, you were there first. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to hear it. I, I was. Hear. Bruce Butters, he's going to get it again this morning. Great. Not the apocalypse, but definitely would be a not good sign for this country. I don't know if you heard, McCall, but I think your friend Nicolas Cage is up to some of his old hijinks again. Ugh, stupid. <laughs> Crypto and the Constitution. Besides alliteration, oh. there's something else that ties the two together. Oh, okay. Apparently, a copy of the Constitution was for sale. It was up for auction, actually. Okay. And uh, the winning bid apparently was over $43 million. That's a couple of dollars. Because when I read that the, the initial headline said somebody tried to buy the Constitution, I was like, okay, I don't think they would sell that, A.J. McCall at VFX. But apparently, it was a copy of it, apparently a limited copy of it, whatever that means, because it sold for $43 million, over $43 million. Um, and we could talk about the concerns that our government is selling off something as important as a copy of the Constitution, you know, just to disguise people. But I think the real question is, what is Nicolas Cage up to? 
I don't know. He's got a dinosaur head. He's got... I don't remember what else. <laughs> he's got a couple of weird things. Because the snakes? reason... <laughs> I think he has I think snakes. snakes. The re- the that re- doesn't surprise me. The reason this came up is because uh, the second highest bid, the reason I know it's over $43 million, is because a company called Dow was a crypto company that has no leaders. People, everyone votes, whoever's in it, but they had the $43 million bid and they finished second in the bidding for the Constitution. Huh. And all I'm thinking is National Treasure 3 doesn't sound like it's off to a great start. No, it really doesn't. I'm not very impressed with it. So One one of my favorite fun facts about Nicolas Cage is that he wanted to hug Prince and Prince was like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite fun facts, which actually makes me feel really like kind of bad. But then at the same time, I'm also like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got all of this stuff. Maybe he's trying to fill the prince-sized hole in his heart uh, from not getting the heart and so or getting the hug. And so now he's like, you know what would fill it? The Declaration of Independence. Look. Freaking guy. All I'm going to say is McCall thinks that Nicolas Cage is the greatest actor. How dare you? <laughs> I'm not saying that I can do better for those that are like, well, if you could do so good, I can't. I don't like him. <laughs> I just Dustin, I thought Dustin, I thought you should know what he was up to. That's what I, I just thought you should know what he was up to. Dustin heard this and he's like, "This again, McCall? This again? He's a great actor. How dare you? Have you seen Gone in sixty no. seconds yet? Just watch it. Just I can't. One time, I, can't. I beg you. I can't. The cast is great. I can't. It is a good movie. I think Dustin made me watch like, was he in Blowfish? Yes. So I think Dustin was like, watch this movie. And I was like, I cannot. I watched it and I was like, this is, I can't, I can't do there's, it. I, there's no helping. I don't I, know I can't, why. I can't do it. I, I, guys, what do I do? I don't know why. <sighs> okay. Speaking of God at 60 seconds, right? It's a solid car movie. But speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of cars, uh, next week going to be a big week for several vehicles in Cash Valley. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you. No. You're just going to be publicly shamed on the highest level. Correct. The field has been narrowed down the best of the worst when it comes to park narcs for 2021. We'll pit off against each other in a worst parking competition. And thank goodness that's not actually them redoing all of this. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, because I know Mayor Holly Danes comes in once a week to be on For the People on KVNU. And last thing I think we need is for her to be like, you know what, I'm going to make an early pit stop to complain to AJ McCall about this park-off they're having because it's atrocious. I know, and I would be like, I'm really sorry. But it is the ones that you voted the most annoying throughout the year. The top of those ones go head-to-head, and we will work our way down to find out who is the worst parker of 2021. Now, examining the field, I got to tell you, I'm not saying that they are not as annoying as last year's tournament, but I think it's more wide open. Yeah. Because for those who don't remember, the winner, the one that was deemed the worst parker of 2020 last year, as McCall said a couple times this week, was the person who parked on the helicopter landing spot. Yeah, which was outrageous. And I I had said at the very beginning, if this one does not win, I think we're broken. And so there was was a big-time favorite going into last year's tournament. I don't know this year that there is one. There's a couple of ones that I think I would favor, but I don't know that there's a flat-out one where we're like, I think it's that one or nothing. Mm-hmm. But you'll see for yourself. Monday, we start the tournament. We're going to work our way from 32 terrible Parkers down to the absolute worst in Cache Valley. So two very important things. Make sure you've got us found on Utah's VFX 
specifically on Instagram, but across all social media. So you'll be able to vote. It'll be in our story. And also, just because we're doing the tournament and we're taking a break from the weekly Park Norse competitions does not mean it stops. So if you see terrible parking, take the picture, submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. It's Utah's VFX for all of them. And get ready because we're going to need your help to figure out who's the worst parker this year. VFX is a Facebook roulette. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, your friends with us. We like, comment, uh, like and share Excuse me, the best posts we find. And then between the two of us, we decide which one's the best one. And that one goes on VFX's Facebook page. So, McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on a post that I sent AJ earlier this morning because I have been laughing so hard about it. And it's a post that my friend... Uh, I think it was my friend Carly that shared it that said, Disney, remember, Phil, it's a story about a guy raised by gorillas. Nothing too crazy. And it's Phil Collins with a piano on fire. I mean, there's no denying. Like, we we all acknowledge, right, that that... Tarzan soundtrack is so good. Is it the best soundtrack? Yes. I, I have a yes. hard time disagreeing. I'm, I got a soft spot for, like, Hercules and, like, Mulan and stuff, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a debate for another day. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Um... I landed on uh, Harry Potter fan page. Snape chose Dark Arch. James chose Lily. Whatever. Uh, it's a uh, serious one, one thousand percent quote things wrongly at the wrong time. So, Professor McGonagall, Mister Black, are you insane? Serious? Like a wise man once said. Pause. Yes, McGonagall. And who said that? Serious? I don't know, but someone is bound to have said it. It doesn't matter. I picked one that was fun because we all knew McCall was going to win. Yes, because it's facts. It's so good. <laughs> The AJ Knight. Oh, man, this one's good, too. Well, uh, the AJ Knight. The McCall Taylor. <laughs> finding at us across all social media. Please uh, find Utah's VFX as well as we get ready for the Park Narcs tournament. Your votes are going to help us narrow down the field of terrible parkers from all this year to the worst for 2021 with the podium finishers all getting great prizes. Again, uh, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those. Same for AJ McCall. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Weather's nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything to say. I don't know what's going on. Like, is this not the, is this the calm before the storm? Like we uh, get 50 degrees heading into December and then. Whoa. I mean, I'd really hope not, but uh, today is giving Tuesday for those who oh, are unaware. Very, very, very important. There's some really cool things going on all over town, local businesses that are going to be giving back to different charities. So uh, please be aware of that. If you can donate, Please do. Um, if you can't share, because sharing things is way more important than it's very, very helpful. It really is. And until tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.